You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. Welcome to the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Grab a ball and get ready for this serving of cornbread and caviar. Welcome back to Cornbread and Caviar. I'm your host, Ramon. Uh, joining me today are my crew, co-hosts and producers. Maria Renee. Hey, everybody. And James Brandon. What's up? And I have a very special guest today. Actually, Maria yeah. Renee is and our sister. Hey, girl. Toya. Hey, y'all. <laughs> we love Toya. I've been friends with Toya and Renee for so many years. They're both, well, Toya is very sweet. We Toya and I always find ourselves arguing with Ren- Maria Renee for some reason because she has a problem. She's I have a, a problem. She has a mental problem. I don't. Obviously. <laughs> I feel like you guys need to come into my world. That's a okay. crazy ass. Nah, place we to good. Be. We'd be confused. <laughs> okay. 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 No, I'm, no, look, you wouldn't. Uh-uh. Nah, we would be lost. Next to you. <sighs> I'm confused sitting next to you. That's it's a lot okay. of chaos. I have OCD, and you want to take it out on me? It's all right. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. So we blame blaming us for this. Yes. Uh, we have a great show today. <laughs> um, it's going to be uh, in- an interesting topic and some that might, yeah, might actually uh, provoke a lot of people. I might get a lot of nasty grams on this. And that's, Ruffle okay, some feathers. that's fine. But I'm really passionate about something. Toya pointed out something. Um, and we gonna post it on the cornbread and caviar I Instagram. No, believe yes. you. No, I'm going to change the password. We are not <laughs> going to post. We it. are going to post it. If you remember, it, well, it, it. I don't know if this episode actually came out yet, but we were talking about slips and <laughs> and girdles, <laughs> and okay. girdles, okay, and pantyhose. And Maria Brene believes in slips. I do. And I believe, as many of us do, that that's a old school thing. Was that an episode we had with Perry? Was, the, was that the one or was that was a different one? No, we talked one. about slips before that. Okay, before that. So, she likes slips. So, to add to the whole thing, and it kind of ties into our topic today, she had this picture because she went out with her sister for her birthday. Toya, why don't you just tell us what happened? So, um, she went out with her sister. Y'all she had posted all these pictures with her little beautiful white dress on. Yes. And she looked so good. Yes, and I then, did. And then... The real picture got posted. Okay. Uh-huh. Let it post. And her boobs were touching the floor. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> because she did not have on the correct brassiere. Don't, but don't worry about that because everybody knows... <laughs> and that dress that, that she had on... Renee nope. does not like brassieres. It's I don't okay. like bra. But that dress you had on was not correct and that bra that dress was not was fine. <laughs> That dress... You just zoomed in a little too far. No. It was... Okay. Your breasts were looking at us from the opposite <laughs> size of your body. <laughs> <laughs> one was hanging on the right and one was hanging on the left. They're both at your knees. As long as it can fit in the mouth, that's, don't even worry about it. Okay. Okay. Just Stuck make right sure you put the right brazier on. Why well, I gotta please. put the right brazier on? Because, ma'am, because, ma'am, ma'am what? Your boobs are not supposed to My touch the floor in a fitted dress. 
You had on a fitted dress. It's your not, boobs are not, not supposed to touch the floor. It's not my problem that I was blessed. So put it's on. It's not my problem that my, well, that my boobs is blessed. Duct tape them motherfuckers up. Okay. The 44Fs is the truth. <laughs> yes. Okay. So just support yes. them. It's okay. You can support it's a, it's them. A, my support. children don't mind it. They like to like. They like to be free and hang. What's low. the old saying? Beauty is pain. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not finna hold be them pain up for nobody. Hold them up. It's all right. I'm not. <laughs> How my back hurt? It is so, too early for all the shade. I'm sorry, her breasts <laughs> ain't the shade real. Okay, it, it's not shade. It's just love. It's love because, because we, love we don't you. want you to look exactly. crazy who, in these streets. Who, who am I to be mindful of? Who, okay, come who on, I'm supposed to come think on. About these people, they don't Us, know me. We got to look at you. Right. If you, I got to see a picture of you, I want it to be right. But the thing Flaws. is, okay, Beyonce. If we was looking to <laughs> fool out in these streets, you would have told us. You know how many times Nadia has said something about how we look? Exactly. Nobody say nothing about your burly. <laughs> I would have pointed about out my breasts. I would have pointed okay. out that that <laughs> she was alluding to Perry calling me burly, uh, burly on man. our episode, and burly. I'm gonna still slap Perry. Oh, by the way, plug for Perry because he just sent me um because he's a stylist out in dc he just sent me a box of clothes i've not got them yet but he put some stuff together some looks together so oh i I'm can't gonna, wait to see yes i'm gonna actually take some pictures and post them on social because i want to see what he put well, together hold up hold up peewees where, where is my box and my gift well what you don't want to wear a bra so he can't see you so. <laughs> you know what let me women if you're listening, don't let nobody make you feel imperfect for not wearing no bra. <laughs> you gotta start let a movement. Let them breasts fly. So no bra movement. Okay? That's your movement right your there. Your man or your woman like it, so it's okay. You got the Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. You got the Me Too. Now it's going to be the no bras. No bras. <laughs> no bras, no bowls. Bless the Savior. First of all, it be hot. They be in bondage for all these hours. <laughs> they sit up to your neck. You can't barely breathe. You got to hold your stomach in and sit to the side a certain way because you want them to sit up. Get no, them I'm over it. Get them reduced. We gonna, I'm not. We cutting your breast off. No, That's we it. not. <laughs> We're going to cut your Ain't off. none of my men having that. Okay. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. will boycott. Mm-hmm. How many okay. men do you have exactly? Let's, put it, on, let's put it on the air. I don't want to mess up nobody's household. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we all live right now, I don't want to mess up so. nobody's household. These <laughs> women will hurt me. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, they won't. No, they won't. They ain't going to whip no ass. Not that's not one. what they going to do. That's not going to do. They not going to do that mm-hmm. What all. you going to do is check your man. Okay, that's check, what you going to do. That's what you should do. You ain't coming at my sister. Okay. Even if she is home. You out of order, but you ain't going to check or check your man. Right. Check yourself. Shirley. Step. This is Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, this is Shirley. The man you in love with <laughs> belongs to me. No, you can From keep the top her. of his head to the sole of his feet. Okay. Y'all better ask your auntie about that song. The, the axe. Okay. So listen, X. today I wanted to get into our segment, The Essence of Brown Brilliance. This is the segment we do every time we record. We want to actually talk about brown owned businesses and individuals that are doing some amazing things like locally around the country or abroad influential yes everybody's talking about this particular person she's a influential brown that's it she's a amazing person um and it's not going to come to any surprise to you that i want to highlight her today um being a brown woman in America, she has endured and fought through considerable odds to be successful. Yes. I mean, she's a regular person. And mm-hmm. uh, growing up in Chicago, she made some sacrifices to go on the world stage with her husband, the 44th uh, president yes. of the United uh, States. 
who is our first black president, by the way. So this is none other than the wonderful Michelle Obama. Yes. (laughs) We love you, Auntie Michelle. Yes. Okay. Okay. And she, oh, I love Michelle because I watched her when she was on Oprah and she, they were doing a uh, show and I think Oprah may have misspoke the title of her book or something happened and she gave Oprah a look. Oh, okay. I'm sure. Now, anybody who could give Oprah a look like that girl, you messed that up a little bit or better yet, she was saying something. Oprah kind of interrupted her, but she held her finger up. She, she tried to hold her. Oprah tried to <laughs> interrupt her. She held her finger up. was like, hold on. Anybody who could stop Oprah like that, you got some power. But sometimes, you know, you you gotta you let Auntie Oprah know. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> okay. You know, I, Oprah, I know, you know she, she powerful. And you she know. out of touch because she don't know how they feel to be like me no more. <laughs> she might have come from humble beginnings, but mm-hmm. she ain't where I'm is. Not where I'm at, but where I'm is. But yeah, Michelle Obama, she's dope. Like she's actually on a tour right now. I yes. would actually like to go see. How much is this tour? Can we look up the prices for this tour? When she came here, it was like one sixty nine. So what? And- so like four hundred dollars. Whoa! Wait, one... And those were like nosebleed seats. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle, we here at Cornbread and Caviar, we too love you. I was you. like, well, I just get the book. I, I got okay. the book. I'll just I, get the book. Yes, I did get the book. I did yeah. it. I got the ebook, and I've been listening to it, and actually, it's very inspirational. Yes, it it has really blessed me in so many ways. Um, it just makes you feel like you can do something, and I'm like, yes, yes. Uh, tell because us. she ran the White House. Mm-hmm. I do believe mm-hmm. that, you know, in the late night hours when she was having a conversation with Unc, right. that's when he came up with all his, his brilliant ideas yeah. because of the conversation that they had. And it worked. Yes, absolutely. She's an outstanding mother. Yes. They were squeaky clean. They, uh, Those mm-hmm. kids were squeaky clean. And then she had her mother. Yes. In the White House. Yes, she did. There was a good family structure. Now, that's something that you don't see a lot of because statistically in the African-American community, we don't have that full family structure. And she had it all there. The mom, she of course, her husband was there. Mm-hmm. The kids, there was all that support there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And of course, all the people who were there to, they and were paid. Her, her mom always gave support. a mean look. She mm. did not play with nobody. Mama Robinson had you a big arresting see, bitch face. Yes, the inaugural pictures. Ooh. Listen. She just was looking at everybody like, I don't even want to. Mm. That's something we have <laughs> to have. I don't like none of yes. That's how we have to do it, though, because honestly, that's our protective shield. We got to yes. have that RBF going. She gave a mean mug like, I really don't want to be here, but this is what they wanted to do, so I'm going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with it, but these, I don't like these none of kids. Y'all. I like none of y'all. Come mm-hmm. on, grands, let's go. Take her grands and going mm-hmm. off the stage. <laughs> I only showed up because I y'all asked me to. Yeah. But yes, without getting into even more detail about uh Auntie Michelle, first of all, I'd like to invite Auntie Michelle to the podcast. And oh my and, god, you know, I would I'm be gonna so, faint. Okay. So intimidated. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, faint. You know, I don't know if she's gonna come, but I'm gonna send her a listen um, a listening request. I'm like, here, this is for you. I've invited you to the show. If you're in Detroit, come and sit down and give us 15 minutes. We'd be grateful without charging us, please. And where? Here at Detroit is different. It's no, I want her to wear her Balenciaga boots. Oh, I thought you were oh. saying oh. I want I want her. 
That's why the tickets are so expensive. Oh, see, I don't see Balenciaga boots. Mm-hmm. You know all about Did these you see labels him? and brands. I don't know about this stuff. But the FBI gonna come and <laughs> really do a thorough check <laughs> in here. Well, you know, because they gonna be checking this whole neighborhood. <laughs> the out. whole neighborhood. Any if it, they gonna check my credit, my social security <laughs> number. Okay, okay. They gonna do a pap smear on you. They want to make sure ain't nothing up in okay. there. Okay. See. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes, Auntie. She don't play games. But yeah, when you work for fire, they're mm-hmm. they worth $40 million now. But to watch her mature over the years when, yes. when he was in office, how they both. She was strong. But, you know, they went together in yes. the growth. That was a, that's a true partnership. He got gray hair and she looked younger. Because <laughs> <laughs> she said, you wanted to do this? There you go. My yes, <laughs> absolutely. She's just absolutely. the essence of a woman. She's what a woman a black woman is really made up of just power and strength and yes. mm-hmm. endurance and mm-hmm. overcoming. And she's just what a, the essence of what a woman is. And I, that's love just that. I love that. I love that. If she runs for president. Of course I'm voting. Of course. Oh, come on, vote. Of course. <laughs> of course. Now, I, Absolutely. I would encourage everybody to vote. Now, us brown people, we did not show up for this last election. And look what happened. And we have a clown. Look what <laughs> happened. Okay. <laughs> we need to show up and show out at all in all situations, even whether I Kamala like runs or not, anybody, we need to show up to voice our... It was not always an opportunity for us to vote, so please show up and vote, brown people. Please. But I like it because now any and everybody can get in office. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's kind of broke that ceiling that a little barrier. bit. And mm-hmm. I think there are some very qualified minority people. Some Smiley very... the Clown can actually be president. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Like, legit. And he's made a mockery of... You know what? That's a whole other podcast. I'm not getting... He is not getting my time. Reclaiming my time. Okay. Let's reclaim. Trump, okay, auntie. I will not okay. call him president because he's not my president. Not at all. He is the president of the United States. And I just so happen to be a citizen here. Y'all know, um, there was a thing online that was saying that Canada asks for three million immigrants in the next like three to five years. Say word. They want people to migrate. They want people to come over oh, there. It's time. So Listen, it's time to we're move. Moving. Time okay. Well, Cornbread and honestly... caviar across the river. <laughs> <laughs> come with. Yes, come with. <laughs> come with. Frankly, I see why because Canada has all this land but a very small population. There's so much free land. Like, it's so much land in Canada. I used to go to Canada frequently. It's so much land it and is. so few people. Like, seriously. But see, the, the thing is, Canada... The thing that Obama was trying to do is what Canada does. The healthcare, like their medicine yes. is cheaper. They just have like their structure is very different, and it's it's a it's peaceful more place. Though. It's yeah. not really, that. not really, because like you said, we used to go to Canada all the time, and it really isn't more expensive. It's just it's it's their economy is is like ours. It's just that. They have more benefits. But they come over mm-hmm. here, though, and shop because it is a little bit more expensive. They're sh- right. Okay, well, maybe yeah. they're... And they're, as far as, like, food you gotta, and clothing. Listen, you got to pay for what you... And then they also have gun laws, unlike our right to bear arms, yeah. which is Amendment 2. They have the they have no guns, no legalized guns. You cannot own a gun. So, therefore, their gun violence percentages are lower. Than ours. Now, yes, I'm sure... you just fight. Fight and get it over yeah, with. Fight okay. fight. If you happen to get These your ass stands. whooped, okay. then go, go to the gym. Get stronger, go back and fight again. I want a rematch, but you ain't gotta kill nobody. No, Jesus. I don't know, but that's that. That is a a, a very thought, good thought. Like 
Three cross, million yeah. immigrants. Cross, Bring them over. Cross over there. And that's great because the Trump saying we don't want them now. Canada saying we'll take you exactly. over to Canada. Come on, get this maple leaf on the flag. We love you. <laughs> we gonna ride, bacon. Go we be gonna a gonna ride the princess ride across the, the river. The <laughs> and we all going to hop yes, on the princess. Yes, princess. <laughs> okay. The river. I've already said I'm going back to Wakanda. So okay. Forever. <laughs> Let's create it. Let's make Boom. Wakanda real. But. Michelle, we love you. Come love you. to the podcast, and we would love to just have you here. Or at least we will come to you. We'll come to you, please. I'm going to send this list of requests for you. I'm going to say, like, please, let, just listen to this, please. So anyway, okay. So today's conversation. I'm excited about this. Oh, Lord. Mm. <laughs> Lord is right. <sighs> now, Maria Renee was begging me not to have this conversation because she's like, I can't get into this this morning. But I'm like, babe, <laughs> we we record in the morning every week. So how are we not going to get into it this morning? It's just so deep. It is deep. And we got a lot we could talk about. This Make is going to go on for at least three hours now. But we're talking about religion and in the brown community. Ooh. I don't say black, as you know. Here I might slip go. up and say it sometimes, but I say brown. But religion in the brown community. Here we go. As a matter of fact... Toya's about to go and go to sing choir rehearsal. for God and go to choir rehearsal. Yes, you better sing on Saturday. <laughs> yes, sing. And practice sing for the Lord. Lord. Sing for the Lord. Yes. Sing for the Lord. <laughs> but we're going to talk about this. Okay. Now, I myself am a Christian by virtue of how I was raised. Um, I would also say that I'm not really religious. I'm more so spiritual. Mm-hmm. And because some of the things that religion will have you believing or saying or doing it doesn't i don't agree with per se mm-hmm. and that could be any religion but for me i don't like some of the negative aspects of it so some things i just don't participate in i do love a good uh foot stomping hand clapping screaming running service uh, <laughs> but uh some of the things are kind of jacked up but i want to start this off by saying that and, and maybe you all will agree maybe you won't but this religion that a lot of us practice was given to us when we were force of, forcefully brought here. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? That's absolutely correct. How you feel about that? You okay with subscribing to it? Well, see, see the thing is, and that that's why I understand why she didn't want to talk about this because <laughs> I don't. Um, first of all, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a religion. The church I go to is non-denominational. We have a doctrine, and the things that. Christianity believes I don't believe in. Okay, that's good. So, what a great co-host to have on the get on show this morning. Oh, yeah, yes. no idea. See, see how God <laughs> yes. lined that up. Yeah, God lined that up. Okay. So it's 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 um it's crazy because the relig- Christianity is what we were given as slaves. They forced us to read their Bible to know their word because if they control your mind, they can control you. Boom. When we were free, we didn't believe, we believed in a God. Yes. It was not their God. Mm -hmm. We were kings and queens. And though we had servants, our servants were treated like family. They weren't controlled. They did their time, their contract time, and they were able to go and do whatever else they were need, they needed to do. So it, we, are, we were controlled and we still are controlled. And until you take the time to study who God is for yourself, mm. to find okay. him for yourself, That's a word. to get your relationship with him, we'll always be bound in our minds. I and agree. you always will follow the things that 
they want you to follow. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yes, yes, our religion in the brown community is a Thank way you. to control us. And right now, it's not even our, our. It's sad because our preachers and our pastors that know the truth aren't teaching it because it's a business. It's a business. Mm-hmm. You got to show your W twos. You got to tell okay. these people what you make. <laughs> and now the Book of Malachi does say that you do have to pay your tithes and author- offering, but it did not say that tithes and offering offerings were monetary. Put up your house. You <laughs> you ten percent is ten percent. You can give God because God doesn't need your money. Nope. What can God do with your money? God does things for you. And then the, the way that you serve God is to serve your brother man. You can give 10% of your time, which is Ooh. like, well, you can go out mm. and say, well, okay, I want to help the community. 10% is 10%. It does not have to be financial. And the thing is, pastors and preachers nowadays play on people's hardships. And they see you crying and they see you hurting and they say, well, if you sow a seed into this or you sow a seed into that, then you will get this. So you wind up giving your all and they are living in a house on a hill and you still staying in Highland Park. Brother, I'm sitting here crying because I don't have money. You guys just asked me to give money. and I, I'm crying. I'm here at the church to get healing because my situation is. But you just asked me to give what I. OK. But and see, for every church is a liquor store. It is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But what the thing is, I mean, what they don't teach you is <laughs> everything that you need is with already in you. Yes. When God founded the, the world, when he created this world, he created you also. And everything that you need to survive is already within you. The resources that you need to survive are there. You just have to know how to go within yourself and stop and think and listen to the sound, the voice that's in you that's telling you to move this way or to move that way or to do this. I have a prime example. My car was in the, at the dealership for two weeks. Come on, testify. Yes. For two weeks. Mm -hmm. I did not have a car. I had to catch a lift to work. And I just bought this car in October. Oh, wow. And I had to get a gas pedal and an O2 sensor, which the gas pedal was not covered under my warranty. The O2 sensor was. So they had my car for two weeks. Now, I did not know how I was going to pay to get my car out because mm. they was like, it's going to be 460 And on top of that, my car insurance was due. So I had all these things that were going on. And I, I literally was in a tizzy, literally. Like, I was stressed out. I couldn't figure it out. And I really had to stop and breathe and say, you know what? There are things that are unseen that mm. I do not know what God is protecting me word. from. That's a word. So I'm going to breathe. I'm going to take it day by day. And I'm going to just do what I know to do. And finally, I got my car out Thursday. The money that I needed to pay for my car was there. My bills, did the, the bills that I thought needed to be paid were paid. And it was just because I had to stop and say, okay. Take a moment. God, you got all of this in control. What am I worrying about? Yes. I know my relationship with you. I know where you brought me from. I know where you're taking me to. So it's nothing for me to worry about. But see, the thing is, when you have preachers and pastors like that, they would have told you, okay, well, bring me this. If you sow a seed into this, this. And I'll go to him on your behalf. And I'll go. But see, (laughs) I don't need you to go to him on my behalf. Mm -hmm. I need you to tell me how to get to him myself. I don't need an interceder. 
I need to be able to get to God myself mm -hmm. because you could tell me that you're going on my behalf, but then you might go and say something else to God to do what you need. And then I'm still sitting here looking lost because okay. I'm thinking you praying for me. And I done paid $50 for this prayer. And yes. my yes. situation is still messed up. And you done went on about your life and bought you another car. And I'm still sitting here waiting on my car. A Bentley, by the way. Okay. So it, it's, it's just. Well, what do you say to um, the congregation of pastors that are in the community and are giving and uh, they do back to school drives and, and food drives and continue do it because that's what you're supposed to do absolutely you that mm -hmm. is if you are a true man of god you know that you are a servant of the people and you are not supposed to go higher and leave the people there because how are you going to preach to somebody if you're up here and they're down here. They can't hear you because you're I so can't elevated. Hear you. Right. We I all cannot rise hear you. together. I can't. I'm too stuck in my situation to even think about what you're talking about. But if you show me, oh, I've been here and I've done this and I see that you've come up, but I see you still trying to stay here to make sure I come up. And you show me how. And you show me how. And we rise together. And that's that. There you go. That's so, how you build a church. And that's how you build a community. You're absolutely right. Because a lot of times there are preachers, and um, I won't say any names, but I will just say that I have had a preacher where in the past it was more so about him. And it was his face on everything. And, of course, it's a marketing piece. You got, It is a business. You got to market this net. But <clears throat> you are driving around. Maybe you got a 7 Series BMW. Maybe you got a... Uh, 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 S-Class Benz or maybe you have uh, a G-Wagon or whatever. Uh, but James Brandon loves a G-Wagon. Mm. Um, I do too, James. Yes. Maybe the new one's really pretty. But maybe oh. you have these things or maybe you got We're a brand new one. beautiful house and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But if your people are still suffering, there's a fundamental issue there where you are supposed to be servants in your community. So now we've taken this religion <laughs> that we were given Right. And that's we were taking that we were given and now we are using it to oppress our own people. Exactly. Now, this religion was used to oppress us in the first place, because actually, um, if you look back and understand, there was scripture that talks about how the servant is supposed to actually uh, honor his master. So actually, let me look at that right here. So it says. Um, and this is actually kind of interesting to me where a lot of the things in the Bible are taken out of context. For this pastor, it means this. Mm -hmm. And for you as a pastor, it means this. And then for him as a pastor, it means this. But really, it has a completely different meaning. But see, that's why you have the gift of discernment, because you're supposed Boom. to be able to discern it yourself. You can listen to what they're saying. But yep. if you go look in the Bible, the Bible tells you to study for yourself. So listen to what they're saying, but don't. Don't take it as their word. Read it for yourself. And if you read it and what you discern and what they say match, then you move forward. Yeah, that's right. And if not, if it doesn't align with what you're trying to do, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But even what I was just talking about, so the Bible would said, okay, slaves, obey your earthly masters. What scripture is this? This was, oh, shoot, I forgot to pull that out. Hold on. I'll, can you find that for me? It's actually in the uh, document. Find out for me. Um, 
and it says slaves obey your earthly masters with respect and fear. Now that was one of the um one of the scriptures that slave masters used often to justify what they were doing. As a matter of fact, the the Christianity in general was used to uh, civilize, you know, the slaves they brought over. What does that mean? So because I'm different than you, because I look different, or because my behavior is different, I'm not civilized. That's an issue all within itself, not accepting and respecting people for who they are. But then they also use this particular scripture to say, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear. But there is more. It also says, um, and masters, treat your slaves in the same way way so it's saying obey your earthly masters with respect and fear but masters treat your slaves the same way do not threaten them since you know that he who is both your master which is god and theirs is in heaven and there is no favoritism with him basically god's not a respecter of person we hear that all the time in the bible but basically this particular scripture is saying that slaves you have to obey your masters and respect them but also masters do the same Treat thing them to them. With they, that second part was always never never brought out. And then slaves always actually, um, they knew about these contradictions, but our forefathers still went with this religion that obviously was used to oppress them. So now why are we participating? Like everything you said, Toya, great. I believe too, because I, even though I don't do a whole lot of religion, I totally believe in God or the creator, whoever you want to call him, Yahweh, whomever, and I pray, and I definitely there's a force there that moves me this way and that way, and I do sit back and listen to that little still voice that Karen Clark shit always talks about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't necessarily want to participate. Oh, by the way, that's Ephesians 6 and 5. Okay. I don't necessarily want to participate in this religion that was used to oppress my forefathers that they still use. Now, I get it. They were using it to help you know, feel better about the state that they're in, the mundane, uh, crappy existence that we had because we were slaves and we felt like shit all the time. So we used, we had to have something to hold on to, some kind of hope that things would get better. But I'm I'm in this religion that oppresses me or was used to oppress me and today is being used as a business by pastors to get the money out of my pocket and into theirs. And these are people a lot of them in the black community, brown community, see, there's my slip up. <laughs> That's messed up. That's really messed up. Now, I'd love to hear, now, James, I'm going to put you on the spot. Deal with it. Um, you did not deal, you didn't have religion as a part of your upbringing. Tell us your perspective. What do you, on the outside looking in, tell us about your religious experience, if any, and then tell us what, your, what you perceive religion to be as growing up. As a youth, it's a learning and growing thing for me. So I did not grow up in a religious household at all. My great grandmother went to church every weekend, but other than that, I had no experience of my own with it. So I actually just went to church for the first time on New Year's Eve um, with Ramon, and oh, it was yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> that was my first time at church. Really was um on New Year's Eve, so and we went to a party. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> now is it, is it because your mom is Caucasian or um it, or that just because it just no never she just so like I said my great grandmother went to church but my grandparents um did not and then my on my 
I don't have a relationship with anyone on okay, my father's side. side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I believe that they go to church, but I don't know. I haven't even um, seen my dad in person since I was like 10. Okay. So, or my grandparents on that side. And I believe we actually live in the same neighborhood too, which is kind of wow. sad. But um, that's another podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic. Yes. But um, so I've always grown up and I've watched. You know, all of my friends, you know, they go to church and they're doing this and that. And I always just kind of looked like, well, why? Because I compare myself to people like at work, for instance. Um, I might look at someone that goes to church and, you know, they're reading the Bible and they're doing this and they're t- paying the tithes and everything. And I'm like, well, we in the same position, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not doing any of that. So. When we went to church, I actually was like, I enjoyed what was being said. The entertainment. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed, it was definitely entertaining. Mm -hmm. Um, There were, they talked, um, they related something to Bird Box, that movie that was on Netflix. And I'm like, bring bring Bird (laughs) Box to the third (laughs) one. Talking about being blind and stuff. And I was like, they were shouting. Yes. Well, I liked that because I'm like, okay, it's relatable mm-hmm. i know what bird box is okay this is this is nice you know all i every time i thought of going to church i was like i'm gonna be bored i don't know what they're talking about i've oh, never no, read the bible but um the thing that i did not like about going was that everything was like discounted like well what about what i do because i get up and i go to work and i wash my ass and i'm doing all of this so you know we're we're giving thanks to to god for all of this but what about the hard work that i put in what about me grooming myself to go to that job interview to do it? So when do when do I matter? You know, so that was that's always and still is kind of the the thing for me where I'm like, I'm exploring religion right now. I'm open to hearing everything, which is why I enjoy this conversation a lot. But my thing is always, well, I'm the one that be tired at the end of the damn day for busting my ass at work. I'm I'm glad you said that. Don't mean yeah. that you all. Oh no, go I, ahead. I work in the healthcare field. So the doctors and the surgeons are like, uh, this is all science. You you keep that religion mm-hmm. crap to yourself. This yeah. is science. Yeah. This is all But who gave you exist. the mind who gave you the mind to understand science? I could buy that. That I could buy. See, mm-hmm. I get and I don't want to discount your perspective, but then I look at it myself too, because I'm like, once again, I'm the one. That's going to school. school I'm busting and, my and ass. I'm studying. I'm you. I'm exercising mm-hmm. all of the the energy that I have to learn and to grow. And then I go to church, and it's like, oh, praise him, you know. And but it's see, like, if you and like the I, I love no, it's okay. this is if great. you if people, and it's all about your perspective, right? If you stop and you understand that God is in you, and He gives you that strength. So people don't want to talk about it and and they don't say it. But the same spirit of Christ that was in Jesus is the part of God that's in you. Mm -hmm. So that's where it comes from. You that God is is opening the doors for you to be able to do all these things. Mm -hmm. But yes, it is you getting yourself up because God gives you decision. You choose. You can say you can say this is the path I want to take. This is the path I want to take. Though God has a plan for your life. His plan goes according to the choices that you make. Mm -hmm. So say if I'm going, I decide to go this way. He already knew what decision I was going to make. So he set the path that way. So the things that I needed 
that way align. are there. They align. So if I change my mind and decide to go that way, the things that I have set I need to do to go that way are set. But it's my choice. But he just gives me a path yeah. once I make that decision. Yeah. If people, if you even look at it, God gave Satan a choice. You can eat. You want to? Satan was a is a fallen angel, right? And he said, "I'd rather rule on earth than to serve in heaven." So he gave them that choice. Mm-hmm. But he's still God's child. Mm-hmm. You got good and bad and everything that it is. It's right. always a balance. That's the Libra scale. Yeah. So it's always a balance. So it is about you. Yeah. But the thing is, what they don't teach you, it's about you, but you're just thanking God for giving me the strength to be able to do these mm-hmm. things. And see, growing up, that's never the... um, What's the word I'm looking for? That's never what I got from anyone around me that went to church. It was never like, it's about me you know, he's just aligning my path with my choice. It was always just like, oh, it's always oh, him. Oh, it's him. You know, and for me, it was just like, I never want to discount myself. I'm kind of selfish in that way <laughs> because if I'm busting my ass, then give me my credit. Mm-hmm. And that was what was missing was the credit for you getting up. So I'm glad that you you said that because that gives me a whole new perspective. Like I said, this is nothing that I really talk about. People don't want to talk about re- religion. And I'm like, Let's talk about politics. I want to hear about it. I want the discussion because I am 25 years old and I can make the choice on what I believe in and still respect everybody else. And that's what you're supposed to believe in. And I'm glad that we're having this discussion so that I can do it. It's like I said, I went to church that one time and I want to go again. You know, that was a because at the end of the day, there's a positive message there. Even if you were to take strip away all the religious components, there is still a very positive message life-affirming message that you find in mm-hmm. church. But something you just said, and I'm going to play Satan's advocate right now, or devil's advocate, as mm-hmm. they say. Um, you just mixed in some astrology with religion, and a lot of church people will call that witchcraft. You just said something about the Libra scale, and a lot of church people, just just church people are like, oh, yeah, that's witchcraft. And that's but it's satanic. not. But if you, if and that's the thing, if you really understand God, you understand that everything is a part of God. He created the stars and the moon and the sun. What she's saying is Romans 8 and 28. He, for those of you who Come on, Bible. Romans 8 and 28, my favorite scripture. Because <laughs> all things work together, okay? But see, the thing is, he created... You Religious people, you read your Bible. It says he created the stars, the moon, the sun, the heavens and earth. He created everything. So that means everything is a part... Astrology Literally. is a part of God because he put the pattern of the stars. He aligned the stars the way they were supposed to be. He set everything into motion. They talk about the big bang theory. That's when God moved. Yeah. So do how do you equate um science with religion? What do you mean? I don't see that's the that's the thing. You well, can't science, science, I mean it's not I don't think it's separate. It's not. Like she was saying that and I tend to agree. Taking out the religious components is again my my argument is that the religion is what was used to oppress us and religion is now used to be is now used to oppress us in some ways now because it's a business called church, but if you're looking at just the God concept, uh, the Creator, He gave us science to understand where we are. He gave us medicine. He gave us the medicine to manage diabetes. He gave us the medicine to manage. Uh, uh, cancer. Well, we're still working on that, but he's yet to have us discover that. But we're working on it. But I do believe that God has an influence. Whether you want to say he's a 
uh, a master of the biggest social experiment in the history of time, so be it. He is the creator, and I do believe that he has given insight and imparted some wisdom because I do believe that God is an existing being that lives in a different plane of existence. So, so what came first, dinosaurs or humans? Well, let's see. You're a dinosaur. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but see, that's the thing. That they 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 co they coexisted. They walked this here earth together. They coexisted. You Look at, at that. The, at the end of the day, you. I mean, so it's like saying what came first, the chicken or the egg? Because if you want to go with the science way, they had to coexist. Because how did you have evolution if they did not coexist? How can you evolve from something that was not there? Something came about. Something happened. They had to that's coexist. A that's a word. Mm-hmm. But scientists don't believe so because because. So is is science a controlled um, entity like religion is? No, science is an ever changing thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, science is explaining things around us at the most fundamental level. Why? Why? Why is does it, water freeze? Right. Like why is it chilly in here? Right but now we know it's like chilly because the same thing with religion though. <laughs> what do you, see the thing is science because it, we but, just had to explain to Brandon right right mm-hmm. how religion works. So you got to do the same thing with science, right? What, like, aren't they? Anything you have to explain. Okay. It. But see, science, science, people who are scientists, they have to have physical, logical evidence to say that this exists. Do we have physical, logical evidence that, okay, God is real? You sitting in front of me, right? Yeah, I, I'm just saying. From a I'm scientific just, perspective. I'm just saying. I see what you're saying from a scientific I, perspective. Yeah. I, believe, I know, yeah. but I'm just so right. So, okay, let's, let's right. you get what I'm saying? No, I completely get what so you're can saying. You, yeah. So can a scientist tell me how to? Because that cancer patient is like, what? Okay, can a scientist <laughs> tell me how right. to The woman that was raped and make uh-huh. around the block, Justin Smollett was can, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> nah. but, but can a scientist stop and tell me exactly how to make a heart? Can he tell me exactly how to make the organ in my body? He can tell me how to he can tell me how he can reproduce it, but he cannot sit down and tell me the exact thing that made this how how did the first organ come about? You get what I'm saying? You can't he can't you can't sit down, you can't tell me how to you can tell me the components of a brain, you can tell me the components of a heart. You can tell me the components. But of, they're cloning organs now because they have something to clone. Which the stem cells. Those are the stem cells. But okay. can you tell me? So, who made a person? Where did a person come from? According to them, evolution. And I don't. Right. I honestly don't see why we can't have the creator be part of the the whole process of science, science and religion. Well, religion, I'm keeping religion out of it, but the creator and science, I think that the creator gave us these things. But we're off topic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I, I get what y'all are saying. I mean, that makes perfectly good sense. But, I mean, I completely, completely understand. But I, I guess my question for you guys is, well, first of all, let me get your perspective on religion. What is your perspective? We heard James's, we heard Toya's. What is your perspective on religion? My perspective on religion. She the devil, so she ain't got one. <laughs> <laughs> she saved himself. <laughs> In the flesh. Um, 
with Zach. I'm going to be totally. <laughs> I'm going to be so totally. Oh, yeah, I heard that. I thought I whispered. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, be plain about it. Make it plain. Right, I am. <laughs> so, so here's the thing, and this is not no secret. Everybody knows. I had to go through a very traumatic experience to realize who and what God really is. Um, I'm still going back and forth with that. Mm. Um, I guess having that happen, I I know he exists. Mm-hmm. I know he's real. Mm-hmm. I'm just not pleased with sometimes the things that he do. Is it he is he doing it or is he allowing it to happen because it's part of the course of your journey? I mean, it could be whatever. You, you just in, in your mind could he be, has could the power. Be not. I mean, to say, you know, he, in he, your mind he has the power to stop certain things from happening. Yes, like, to do whatever he want to do. Like the the passing of your dad, you yeah. feel like he could have intervened and healed at your any dad. given moment. So that's something that I have to, you know, therapy works. You know, you yeah. I'm, yes, therapy. I'm Let's in, give a. Mm. Yeah, therapy health. is great. Therapy, mental health is mental amazing. Mental health is, is is amazing, but um, you know, you was all, I guess was taught to not question God and that's don't don't yeah. ask him no questions. And I was like, huh? okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm so gonna ask some I questions. Got, okay, my, dude, my top ten questions are my dude, mm-hmm. like, my dude, <laughs> sir. Let me ask you a couple of questions, please, with rever- with reverence. I asked thee exactly why, but I really did not. So you know, you grew up in the church. And I did. I did not really experience who he was until he legit, there was a voice, told me that he was, I mean, like, legit told me he was taking my father. And I remember that day, like, I was in the laundry room, and I was doing laundry at one of my clients' house, and I heard the voice, and I literally dropped to my knees and was like, oh, my God, no. Mm-hmm. Like so, please, please don't so do that. that. The fact that you heard a disembodied voice in your I ear doesn't bother you crazy. at all. You were more so the fact that your dad was gonna go. I I, re- I legit thought I was losing my mind. I was crying hysterically. I was crawling on the floor. I just was like, okay, no. Like I I tried to t- tune it out. You know, I just could not process that that was the voice that I heard. And legit, my daddy passed three months later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, yeah, he he really is real because he legit told me that this was was going to happen. Okay, and we we I think we all can agree here that there is just because power. I can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at religion versus the God concept. I believe that God is a creator, a higher being is there somewhere. Like, for example, we can see the effect of the wind on the trees blowing in the, or the leaves blowing in the wind, whatever mm-hmm. it is, but we don't see the wind, exactly. but we know it exists. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I believe God exists, although I don't see him. He'll speak to you. He'll come to me in a dream. I'll yeah. get a vi- I so get I don't, visions. I don't need the yeah. whole religion aspect. I don't I don't need a preacher and right. Where I don't I don't need all that because I, I truly experienced it for myself. So Absolutely. I don't I don't never need that ever again. And I mean, I, it'd be cool if that's something that I, you know, if I decide to to go and maybe hear a word or two just for like maybe inspiration or whatever. Yeah, because like go. I said, take the yeah. religion away. There is a very yeah. great, wonderful concept yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So there is, in, in my mind, well, let me ask you guys this. Has there ever been, and 
an an issue where you were participating in religion and and brand uh, James Brandon you have not but with you two have you participated in a religion and you got hurt by the religious component of God not no I'm going to say religion is not a component of God in my opinion that's just a, a man-made affect but mm-hmm. have you participated in religion and got hurt by it but like the church, by the church, yeah, by the church, by, I mean, because pe- the church is people. Oh yes, yeah, of course. But see, that's <laughs> oh, the yeah, thing yeah. you have to understand. Like you said, the church is people, and people are just that. Mm-hmm. People, they're going. Some of us are going to find a better us, but some of us are going to see who we can talk to, to see who we can hook up with who we can talk about who we what mess we can stir and i feel like your life shows shows proof of that so yes if you're there for what you're there for it'll it'll show in your everyday living it'll show in your attitude and your mindset so yeah i I, of course i've i've been church hurt like i didn't go to church for almost two years Mm -hmm. but it was not even though it was it it didn't really have to do with me being church hurt, it was just me finding myself. Yeah, and that's just what it is. But yeah, I, you of course you've been church hurt because at, at the end of the day, it's people. You still gotta coexist you, with a body of people and mm-hmm. everybody with all is, different opinions and, and views different backgrounds and, and, and upbringings and yeah. yeah, people are people. So that's one big thing to understand. You're right. Religion is, I mean, religion is comp- comprised of a bunch of people joining because together for one sick. belief. We're we're all sick and we come to this place for looking healing. for a healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So if you get all that in one in yeah. one spot, well, that's a good. Let me let me go over there because you talked about mental health and you just talked about being sick and I know you meant that figuratively, but let's talk about this. Religion will have one to believe that I have stage four cancer. I'm going to go to church and God's going to heal me, or I am mentally unhealthy. I'm going to go to church and God's going to heal me. Now, God has put that this science in place to help with where there's chemo or some uh, new cool drug that helps with cancer, or there might be some medication to help balance somebody who has a mental health issue. But instead of going to get the proper help, because religion has us believing that we're supposed to go to the church to get better instead of going to the doctor. Oh, now, now, no, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> because this is what oh, you're no, supposed no. to do. <laughs> you're supposed to do everything that you know to do. Mm. Prayer works. Don't get me yes, wrong. Do. But he gave these people the mind to create these things the to help heal you. So, like my mother, she had cancer. And I promise you, the only way my mama came through this cancer was her faith in God. Yes. Now, that didn't mean she sat there and let cancer take her over. My mama researched. She did her chemo. She found juices and berries. And she did everything that she (laughs) knew to do to fight the cancer. While she was physically doing everything that she knew to do, she spiritually believed that God was putting his hand in these things so the cancer would no longer be in her body. And my mother, bless his holy name. Yes. Has not had cancer for the last two, three years. Yes. She was 60 when they finally said, okay, well, five years. So she's about to be 65. So she fought that fight. And it was just stage two. But she fought it because it could have escalated to Easily. stage three or stage Absolutely. four. So spiritually, my mama mm-hmm. believed in God. 
but she still physically did the things that she needed to do because she knew that he gave these people the scientific mind to give her the medicine that would help heal her. But she also knew there were natural things that God put on this earth mm-hmm. that are that can heal you also. Mm-hmm. So between those things and the, the two, which they put together, she don't have cancer no more. All things I'll, do I'll work never, together. Absolutely. I'll never mm-hmm. apologize for seeing uh, a therapist. Or oh no! For, but you should. Should. I, you should. You should. But I mean, it's it, crazy. No, but it, it is. It is a stigma <laughs> on the African American community as far as we're just now coming to terms with maybe therapy is good because we were embedded to not go to church exactly and pray and, and pray it away and get the oil and, and and get the get your forehead touched and you faint and 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 you fall. My mother is is going through her her process right now as as far as cancer is concerned, mm-hmm. and she's doing it the, pretty much the same way that Toya's mom is. Now my dad, on the other hand, it was too far gone, and he was okay with his fate. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. like, you know, this is be, a a battle between me and my father. I, you you're not laying up here with me. This mm-hmm. is something that I have to go through on my own, mm-hmm. and I have to deal with it. And I'm and I'm okay. Eventually, he was like, okay, I'm ready, and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. So it it depends on the person. Yeah, and I, yeah. I agree with that because I think that's a toxic piece of religion where it would have one believe that they need to go to a church to seek this healing. Because if you bring me your $1,000, I'm going to pray for you and lay my hands on you, and I'm going to just have this most extraordinarily powerful prayer that's about to heal your body. And, and honestly, I believe that the mind and the brain has a lot to do with where the body goes. The brain, the body follows the mind. If your mind is strong, you have to believe in something. Mm-hmm. You have to believe and in something. And I will have say this, believe. being in the hospital and seeing this um, on a consistent everyday basis, there is a difference between a patient who has no spirituality, no faith, no believers in God, and mm-hmm. a patient that does. And as of right now, even scientifically and, you know, just... Um, factual, if you have some type of belief in a higher power, you mm-hmm. do live longer. Yeah, because you're fighting. Right, and there are yeah, there are statistics. There are statistics that, that right. says yeah, that is exactly that why is, I believe my grandmother happens, passed. Like, my grandmother was, she was done. She didn't believe in anything. She thought she was a burden to everyone around mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. It was just more so of a, well, when I go, I go. And that's but that. I always looked at her like. No, like wake up, put a smile on your face. We're gonna do this. We're gonna and Mm -hmm. she didn't want to do that, and then she shortly passed. Yeah, it's just it's if you if you stop and it's all about like you said your mind. If you think okay, I know say I know God, I know there is a God, but if He gave me a mind and He gave somebody else a mind, and maybe I can't heal myself, Mm -hmm. so maybe I do need to go talk to somebody Mm -hmm. that can help me heal myself because. I can't put it all on my pastor because he got 1,500 other people that he got to talk to. Yes. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to talk to somebody, but God gave them the mind to be able to help me get through what I have to get through. Mm-hmm. They not, not they might not believe in God. It's okay because that's their choice. Absolutely. But if this is what you went to school for, and I, in my heart, believe that you have that mind, 
and I know that you are somebody that can help me get through what I'm getting through, then I'm going to go talk to you. It's okay. Yeah. Because God put you there for me. I'm not he gave you the resources. And listen Ooh. to somebody that don't know me, tell me what I need to do with my life. Getting a monster for me <laughs> over here. <laughs> you like, what? I just, it's crazy. Like I, like I said earlier, um, I had something else to do today that I'm not doing. Um, but this past week, I've received a, a few things. I'm going to call them blessings. And they, yeah, put, come on, bless. they put me in a position to to not do what I was supposed to do today. And this conversation is almost therapeutic for me and it's healing for me. So I'm very, I'm happy that I can be here. Yes, family. Um, mm-hmm. Come on, fam. For it. But um, we got another one for I, Christ. I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do want to say that my whole entire life I found myself you know, I might make it make it through the storm. I might make it home safely. I just drove for an hour and, you know, I'm like, thank God I made it safely. Or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, thank God that happened. I always find myself doing it. And then recently I've questioned myself, like, why do you do that? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it just habitual at this point? Or do you really believe that in something? Right. And so, your perspective, this was my effort that got me here. Mm-hmm. Not so, God. Right. From your perspective, yeah. Right. From my perspective, I didn't know any better. I didn't know anything. But being next to you today and you saying the things that you've said about how it all aligns mm-hmm. and it's all, you know, we always say it's it's going to be all right. Everything will work out. And with it your do. Car. It, it always it worked do. out, you know. um, You know, everything for you, you, myself, it always works out and we just have to believe. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. And that's, see, and like, <laughs> I wish our children. Blot and Pat don't wipe blot and Pat. <laughs> I know. I, I do wish our the generation up under us would get more uh, in tune with with their spirituality. But for see. Sure. They don't fear nothing. Nothing at all. We, we, we were they have no reverence for anything. They don't have any respect for anything. Ooh, no, they we, are we going fear something. Fearless. We did fear something. Nothing. They have. Absolutely, that's no big fear. mama gone, and that's a beautiful thing. That's one, and I'll give religion this that that's a positive thing. So, religion does have some positive tendencies, but it's the people in religion who get elevated to, Oh, I'm a bishop, or I'm an evangelist, or I'm this, or I'm that. So, these titles make people treat other people as less than them because because I'm a bishop, or because I'm even a missionary, or an evangelist, whatever titles they have in church, I am spiritually more grounded than you and i'm better than you no baby you're not because you are actually serving your uh earthly self more so than you are doing any good at all because you're basically telling me i'm no good because i don't have this title that you have when i'm actually might be more spiritual spiritually grounded than you are but if they if is and so if they if religion actually followed what they say they're following if you look at jesus jesus didn't have a church he was lowly he did not have a building he went to. In fact, when Jesus walked he into the church, the he told the church up because <laughs> they was in there doing money and doing mm-hmm. stuff that they weren't supposed to. He Je- was with the whores. Jesus <laughs> was with the people. He, he was, was never he was with the whores and the thugs. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and he the gangbangers. He was never above the people. Mm-hmm. He brought the people. The people flocked to him. Yes. He fought for the the lady that they were about to stone the horse and he that, that drank was... wine he was an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> dude was an alcoholic the way that toya is looking at maria renee right now because y'all don't understand she makes priceless. me so mad she just oh i want to punch her 
water into wine and don't drink it. Okay. At the end of the day, wine is an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> he was an alcoholic. <laughs> She's character, dog. But yeah, so you just have to understand that if you really follow, Jesus didn't even have a religion. Jesus was not a Christian. He, he didn't have. Him. He was Jesus, and he he was he the son spoke, of God. He spoke to the people. He stayed with the people. He had the people follow him. He was not sitting on some throne somewhere no, trying not. to teach the word of God. Embroidered in gold. Exactly. <laughs> he had on a with robe gators. with some Jesus sandals. Okay. okay. That and is he what... was teaching it so you could learn and walk For the yourself. same way that he did. Because, because that same Christ that's in him is, in, is you. in you. Which is loving your fellow man. Exactly. That's all it is. That's all that's it is. That's what he wanted you to do. He wanted you to walk on water too and become an act. <laughs> <laughs> but he told you, he said, there are two commandments that you live by. That is to love yourself and to love your brother as you love yourself. Only and two. our problem is, and no, I'm sorry, and you love God. But our problem is we don't know how to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. We cannot love Ooh, our brothers and we cannot love. Whom we see daily. Anybody. Yes. Because we don't love ourselves. But how do we love ourselves when especially just as a brown person in this society, how do I love myself when I, when I turn on the news, I'm constantly seeing myself or the representation of myself? Because what See? you have to do is you have to understand who you are. We don't get it. You have to understand. And this is why the slave masters use religion to oppress us because they knew who we were. Yes. And Before they didn't knew. they didn't want us to remember who we are mm-hmm. and rise to our prominence. Exactly. So if you know that you were born for greatness and this is where you came from, yes, then you hold on to that hope that I don't have to be in this place and I can grow to something better. And that is the 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 problem with our society. Our society is hopeless. Nobody has hope. In anything, they think that this is what I have to do to, to survive. And steal, existing, kill, I, right. and destroy. And, Rather and that than is living. why mm-hmm. these young babies don't have any fear, because the people that were having them didn't have any fear, and they just see what they had to do to survive. Now you can look at somebody and say, "Okay, I see my mama struggling to feed us. Now, do I want to struggle like her, or do I want to get up?" And make something better. And some of us are stuck in, I don't have a choice but to struggle. But you don't have to struggle. Because you, you have not been struggling your whole existence. Yes. I can't say life because this life you are struggling. But in your entire existence, you were not struggling. Yes. So if you have to look, I watched my mama with five kids try to feed us, go to school, get her degree, and work. And maintain a household. So me being the That's oldest. That's the strength and the power of a brown woman. I love it. I, me being the oldest, I had to step up and help with my sisters and my brothers. But I realized that I don't want to be 40 struggling with a kid. So I don't have none right now. I could have. Mm-hmm. I've never had an abortion, but God knew my heart. And he knew that I did not want to be struggling with a child. Are you saying that you've had sex before, Toya? 
I'm the Virgin Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there that I've identified that Toya has had sex. She has had oh, sex goodness. with a man. S-E-X. X-X-X. Oh. I just want to put that out there. But, but you made that decision, which is a wise decision, if it's the one for you. Exactly. Because I I've seen people have lots of kids, like the, one, the story you just described, and they can't afford said to kids. Exactly. Because in order, the, the fear, not only is it that people are having kids and not able to really support the kids, they can't give the kid the quality of life. They can't put them in dance. They can't take them traveling, give them the exposure to different things to make sure they are well-rounded Exactly, but then they jump into church too. At this point, it's no excuse though. It's but it is. To, it to, is to, to but learn. See, watch it on YouTube. The baby. internet is too too prone. But to, uh, but the, see, the, infra- the knowledge is there. Just because just it's there, don't, don't search no, it. no, no, no. Just because it's there does not, not mean you can obtain it. it. Yeah, I might not have Wi-Fi. Just because it's on the internet, don't mean I got access to the internet. Or I don't know that I don't know, so I don't know exactly. How long do we use that? But but see, and that's the thing. You, I'm, I'm just asking the question. This is, how, how and this is we... where this is where the pastors you know. come into play. You know these babies are struggling. You know they don't have the resource. You have the resource. Yeah. So take them to the resource. Yeah. Show them. Unite and bring it together. And, and bring and show them. But see, the thing is that, but it's not just on the pastor. We go to church, and if you know somebody is in this situation, help them. Yeah, just just take. So we, let me. Just, we don't do that, and that's our problem. We we got this individualistic mindset. That's not where we. Come I from. made it, so I'm gone. Co- right, collectively, mm-hmm. collectively, because any for me, and I probably could do even better. And I'm open to that. Like, I don't need religion to make me treat my brother or my sister well. Anytime I have an opportunity to say something, even just saying something to somebody. I try to say something to somebody to get them on a different path. I try to encourage people to get them on a different path. I will go and sit down with you. Let's look at your budget. Let's look at your finance. See how we can get you on the right path. Let's go fill out this application for school. Let's go get your financial aid together. Let's go do this. I am that guy who will put action behind my words to try to make sure somebody has what they need. Like I said, I could do better. I didn't always pull money out of my pocket to hand it to somebody but you don't have to when i was making a ton of money you don't have to i don't if you can show the the, the saying but is, i will duplicate myself the saying is teach a man how to t- give a man a fish and he'll eat for a yeah, day absolutely if that's you teach said. them how to fish he'll eat forever said. that's yep. the word so you don't uh, i can't i mean yeah i can give you some uh, uh some money that it will sustain you for right now but it's gonna run but out. if i teach you how, how you to make more? that money that's mm-hmm. right May I have some money to sustain me for right now, Toy? I just need a couple of things. Just a little bit. I got $13. $13. (laughs) I got $13 in my purse. You can have $13. Yes, $13. I'm sorry. On this show, it's not a purse. It's a pocketbook. Oh, well, mine is a purse. purse. (laughs) I don't have no pocketbook. Okay. That thing strapped across my body is a purse. (laughs) But you're right. And And that's the fundamental that, that's why there, and I wanted to have this conversation, bring this out, because honestly, there are some very toxic components of religion, whether it be, or even yet another one, homosexuality. That's like the new black. Now, everybody's attacking homosexuals now. That, to me, and they use religion. God God is love. I know that the God, I saw, he's all about love. Whether, in any of you, anybody who's listening, you are in the wrong assembly if you are in there and they're telling you that something's wrong with you because you're gay. Uh, I, I, had a, I have a friend who... Uh, was really involved in the church, a preacher, if you will. He was so just 
you know, went through the whole process of being married, went through the process of having kids and, you know, beautiful kids. And the, the marriage didn't work out. And he he's gay. And mm. because he's in the church, Uh-oh. he, he wanted to die. Because he, like, he can't, because he can't be himself. I can't be myself. There's so many people in the church. I mean, oh, we I'm know them tambourines <laughs> and them choir directors. <laughs> but see, if on. you understand, and that's the thing, if you the understand, pluck, pluck on the pluck. <laughs> if religion is the, t- it's, it's a God teaches you to love people. Yeah, not religion. And does you not have always. to. But see, and that is another way of control. Because if I condemn you mm, for being condemn. gay, yes, then you will fall into what I want you to fall into. To. You yes. will be who I want you to be, yeah, and, and not be yourself. Right, but you have to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, when did God create hell for you to go to? The hell, the hell that is created is the hell that you create. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're here in hell already. That's a word. Right. That's and then you elevate yourself into heaven. That's so you can't condemn me if I don't believe there's any way for me to be condemned to. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, well, now that was, and that, oh, that you going be, deep? Oh, be, oh that, you going that's deep? That's about to be a whole other podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. So you have to just be able to forget, and that's that's this so hard. So you can't if you are always striving to be what somebody else wants you to be. Oh come on, you'll never grow mm. into oh, who you on. are. Oh come mm. on, so. To the people that are undercover, that are hiding, that are saying, oh, I can't. Come out of the closet. It's okay. Be Come you. Because the there's closet. enough people in the world that mm-hmm. love you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even if somebody else condemns you, it's so many other people that will that accept will love you. you and uplift but you. they don't love themselves. Exactly. Because they're that taught. It's all, the look, that's the thing. Even with slavery, if it's illegal, slavery is illegal. But if I can get you here in your mind, I got you. I, I got you. Got you. So mm-hmm. now, I have we're you. not loving ourselves, so we can't love someone else. So whether that be a relationship, whether that be loving our fellow man, I should not walk uh, in the streets of Detroit and feel uncomfortable because my brown brother is walking past me, but with the thought that he's going to try to shoot me in the head and take the Jordans off my feet. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't, we, why couldn't he just say, brother, listen? How do you get Jordans? What did you do to get Jordans? I'll say, I worked. Well, how do you do that? Well, let me show you how I work. Let me teach you how to fish. I don't. I would do that, but I don't want to walk up to somebody trying to help them and they, oh, I'm about to shoot you in the head, give me what you got, or knock you beside your face, whatever the case might be. I, it's just it, we don't have that concept of loving so, one another, one another right. and that unity and that collective Because we're crabs mindset. in a bucket and that's how they're taught. They taught us to Pull be crabs in down. a bucket. And that's not how it should be. And it's not. That's not how it should be. be. And then that, and then again, I always tied it back to religion. It, that religion, like we said, it's a business and it kind of makes you a crab in a barrel because I'm so elevated and so esteemed because I, I, I am the pastor's. Oh, you talk. I, I, I actually care for the pastor's children and I get to go to the pastor's house. So because I go to the pastor's house and I'm really close to his children and this is that and that, I am esteemed and I am of the church. And so I am at the top of this crab barrel. But at the mm. end of the day, as soon as you stop taking care of the pastor's kids, you back to where you in, are. You back to where you were. So you're and just a normal person. Now. That's how we. You're only as good as your last use. If you have, if you. What if, have you done for me lately? If you can remember, you won't, if you can, the only way to remain humble is to remember that at any point in time, as high as I am, there's still a bottom to fall to. Hello. Ooh, yes. And if you can remember that, you will remain humble and you will you will have no problem with reaching your hand and say, come with me. That's a word. Because if I'm bringing you with me and, I'm, and you bring somebody else with you and you bring somebody else with you, then we create a ceiling 
so yeah. we cannot fall again. That's right. And we're pulling all together in a chain. Exactly. Of What's it called? A chain of men. We're pulling each other forward instead of trying to pull each other down. And that's the that's where we are going wrong in our brown community. Because if you remember that you worked this hard to get here and there's still a bottom to fall to, then you will be able to lift somebody else up. And that's how you love yourself. That's how you love your brother. Well, man. How long are we going to keep the excuse? Uh, that's what our master did. And that's what I, when, when does it, when do With we us. take right this, conver- this, this conversation that is we're right having here on cornbread and caviar. Okay. Is today. okay I'm, it's the way. I'm, I'm and just, even if it's just a pack between yes. us five, okay, four, four, so oh, somebody four. sitting over okay, here. Hey, how you? Oh, doing? It was yeah. me, Shaq, <laughs> and the Billy Goat, and then he was in the midst. It was three, but then it was four. It was four, but then it was five. <laughs> it's a spirit sitting across okay. from me that y'all can't see. That Ramon is counting within yeah. us. Okay, it is the Lord. Okay, our God. He walked into this place and he mm. said, "I'm in the midst, y'all." Yeah, the midst. There I am in the Two or three gather. Okay. <laughs> and so he is here to bless and satisfy the yes. needy one. Come on, God, you better walk in this place. Huh? <laughs> yes. He blessed this place. Okay. It's about to yes, go exponential. Okay. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So yes, he did. our biggest takeaways from this is there are so many toxic components of religion. There yes. are. However, mm-hmm. it's about you as an individual and how you engage the outer rim of everything, how you engage other people. Every time you engage somebody else, remember, anytime there's a man that puts his hands on anything, it can become chaos. And I say a man, not literally the sex man, but a human being. Mm-hmm. Shine your light. Anytime we put any, our hands on anything, it can become chaotic. Religion has its toxic components because it's an organization. There's always going to be some kind of chaos that happens when there's an organization of people. However, there are a lot of great things, even from slave days to today. There are some great things that religion teaches us. Now, I'm not big on religion myself, but just interacting with your brother is you'd want your brother to interact with you. So what you're really doing is the takeaway here is if I'm going to interact with you and treat you like shit, then that's how I feel about myself. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm shit. If I'm going to shoot you for your Jordans, I would want to shoot myself for those Jordans. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do onto others, be prepared for it to come back to you so karma. That's, our, and that's, that's, that's it, it. karma mm-hmm. and that's even a, a hindu principle and we mm-hmm. you know, talk about christianity i mean it's all intertwined all and they together. all and I, that's one thing i've known my whole life is every every religion has a portion of the truth and they just have to come together and put all the truths together they all set up the same way mm-hmm. and so far uh as we close i'm gonna give us our positive vibe real quick so uh listen folks i really want to encourage you um, as we go through 2019 as you go forward with your life that I want to talk about failure so fail basically for me because I've been through failure um, even dealing with religion I've had some failures at some church hurts or even just having a big corporate job making a ton of money I've had some failures there relationships had failures whatever the case might be but a fail is nothing more than the first attempt in learning. Oh, yeah. Come on. When you fail, Ooh, it's yes. not that it's over. It's not done. It just means you hit the bottom. So the only way you can go is up. And you can make that decision. Mm-hmm. You can hit that bottom and say, I'll stay here. Yes. And I'll stay destitute. Yes. Or I can move up and I can go to a place of higher learning, higher me, higher self, higher awareness, everything. So just understand that first attempt in learning. You're going to fail multiple times. The good thing about failure is you can learn. You learn, you adapt, you strategize, and you go hard for it again. So understand that. 
I'd really, really, really like to thank everybody for listening to us today. If you'd like to get in contact with us, please hit us up at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com. That's E A T C O Ara, as my grandma would say, N B R E A D A N D C A V I A R dot. Well, at gmail.com. There we go. I did it. I spelled. Yeah. And then we are on Instagram. in the B. <laughs> we're on Instagram. Eat Corbett and Caviar is the handle. Thank you to my beautiful sister, Toya, for joining us yeah, today. Yeah, well, Thank you, Toya. She is you great. A great yes, a great guest Yeah, for host. part two. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> next time, actually, next time, I'm going to actually have, I want to get a pastor here. That's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. That's going to be a lot of fun. And th- so, Toya, thank you for joining us today. Uh, my uh, producers and co-hosts, thank you guys, Miss Maria Renee. Thanks, guys. Tune in, please. Um, follow. Cheers. Bread and submit. Caviar. Yes. Oh, I say submit. Yes. I didn't mean to say submit. I meant to say subscribe. Subscribe. Don't be a stranger. Well, sub- okay. Yeah. Eat cornbread and caviar at Gmail. And our other wonderful co-host, the producer, James Brandon. We really appreciate you. It's is me, Ramon. Your ultimate host uh, with the most for <laughs> Cornbread and Caviar and we are out. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.